Hey everyone, this is your girl Natalie Lee Martin and welcome to another episode of Kingdom Guardians. Today guys, we're going to be talking about raising teenagers in the kingdom. And my special guest today is my very own cousin, my prima, Gracelyn Molina. Say hi, Gracelyn. <laughs> hi, everyone. <laughs> now, Gracelyn <laughs> is a Brooklyn-born, proud Puerto Rican, raised in Newark, Brick City, who currently Woo-hoo. lives in East Orange, New Jersey. She is the wife of Gabriel Molina and the mother of three, y'all, three beautiful teenage children, Hannah, Annalise, and Elias. Now, after seven successful years working as a designer, Graceland switched careers to fulfill her call to be a teacher. She has worked as a fine arts teacher at North Brunswick Township High School for over 12 years. And y'all, she teaches a diverse population of ninth through 12th grade. So that means she is dealing with teenagers all day at work and all day at home. She is also a worship leader, a youth leader, and a worship youth band director. Kingdom Guardians, let's welcome Gracelyn Molina. Hey, Gracelyn. <laughs> hey, Natalie. I'm excited to be here. Oh, man. I'm so excited to have you here because, you know, <laughs> off camera or off podcast um, conversations that we've had about teenagers, you have really encouraged and blessed me. And I'm excited to hear what you have to share because you're with them all day, all day long. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, so tell us, tell us about your job as a high school teacher. Um, We know how long you've been in the profession. What are the um, demographics of your students? So the demographics are um, 90, no, 80% Mm -hmm. um, minorities. There's the breakdown is like 33 Hispanics, 23 Asian, um, 22 black, and the rest are, are white. Awesome. And I'm glad that you um, get to work with all types of um, people. That is really good. So you're seeing teenagers from different cultures. Yeah. Awesome. So I, I loved it because I, I thought, you know, when I came in, I'm like, wow, this is like the UN because there's different social economic backgrounds within those groups, too. Oh, wow. Um, you know, yeah, so it's great. That is awesome. Mm-hmm. So God has given you an insight onto into various, you know, um, family and various lives and, and groups of people. So I think that's really um, insightful for us. We can't just say, oh, she only deals with this particular minority or this r- racial group. So that's pretty good. Now, what challenges do you yeah. face with students in high school that are different from other age groups? Um, I think because um, I started out as an elementary school teacher in Newark okay. and then went to teach elementary there and then they all looked at me crazy when I said I was going to go to the high school. And I didn't understand what they meant, you know, when with their comments. But here's what I noticed. Um, there's a lack of motivation that occurs at the high school level um, that I didn't see in the lower grades. So coming in to art class, the little ones would be like, it's art day, really excited to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, I teach digital photography, which is a course that they actually pick, like they want to be there. Okay. But at the same time, there's just like they drag in the classroom. Um, they just don't want, they don't want to be in school in general. Um, I deal a lot with the addiction of the cell phone. Mm. And then, yeah, that's big. And then the other thing is 
these kids are have been exposed from very young to electronics, right? So they have been used to having someone else feed their brains and and um, the creativity is being fed to them as opposed to them allowing themselves time to be bored enough to become creative. So the lack of creativity isn't there. So when by the time they come into high school, when they're younger, you know, little kids, you can put a crayon, you can put a pencil, they will draw on your walls, they will write on the floor, they yeah. will, they will express themselves artistically. It's just like an innate thing that happens. Somewhere between the the middle school, sorry, the elementary, and by the time they get to high school, I don't know if it was like teachers um, telling them that they're not creative, or this is not good enough, you know, because I know some art teachers will basically like, construct the assignment for them and tell them this is how I want it done yeah because they want they want to make sure that the outcome looks good yeah um so now they're coming into a classroom where I'm like it's okay to make mistakes Hmm. you know let's let's reshoot you know like let's let's you know and I tell them the first thousand photos are your are your work or when I taught drawing or painting um or even sculpting um or ceramics I would ball it up and tell them to start all over again and, and I would say to them, this is a whole learning process. Like you can't just, it's not instant gratification anymore. Wow. And I'm not, and you're not here to please me either. I'm trying to pull out your creativity. Like you're just giving me cookie cutter art. And I know that there's something in you um, that is God given um, that I'm just trying to pull out. I don't want you to please me. I want to see what you can do, you know? So it's a challenge because they're, they're, it's a new mindset coming into my room and you know they've been um you know I tell them I don't want robots I don't want robots anyone can program like they're good at programming and I think the whole like no child sorry because I could get into this really big the whole no no child no child left behind thing has um was a good idea in theory but what it's done in the classroom is program kids to pass tests Wow. So they're, they're good at like, I feed them information, they regurgitate it back and they pass the test. So they've taught them to pass test, but now they're coming to my classroom. And I want you to give me, you know, if I give you a problem, I want you to give me a solution that might have a million solutions because you're, 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 there's 28 kids in my classroom you're all going to come up with a different solution to the same problem. That's what I want. I don't want cookie cutter art, you know? Um, I don't want you to regurgitate and give me back the same technique. So I teach them a technique and then I want them to take the technique and do something new with it, you know? Wow. And so it's hard. It's So that that's a challenge because, you know, like uh, with the little ones, you know, I, I just want them to explore. I want them to, you know, I want them to see that yellow and blue makes green. And, I, you know, I want them to yeah. explore like a, um, I don't, I'm not necessarily looking for something that looks like a masterpiece. I want something that looks like it is going to turn out to be a masterpiece because I'm going to coach them. Yeah. But yeah. I want, I, you know, but I want something that's, that's coming from them and not something that I've like tailored in a lesson. Yeah. Man, it was so many powerful nuggets in that one statement that you, I mean, <laughs> wow. It's because it's just like, I'm thinking in my mind, is this something that the culture produces? Because when the kids are young, you give them a coloring book and there's lines and you tell them to draw within the lines. And I know I've yeah. done this before and it's so hard not to, because it's the way that I've been taught. 
don't mm-hmm. color outside the lines. When you color outside the lines, it's not perfect. It's right. it's not. You need to stay right. within this these lines or these boundaries. But right. you're saying you're approaching it from a different point of view. I want to see who you really are. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. pour yourself into this. And I'm just giving you a technique and, and guidelines, but I want you to pull out who you are. And and mm-hmm. also as a classroom teacher, I've never said that. I'm feeling like, what am <laughs> I doing? I've never said that. I've never looked at it that way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm a good teacher. So yeah. is this something that you deal with at home as well with your own kids? <sighs> yes. Um especially with my oldest one. Um, Mm -hmm. My oldest, she's graduated now and she's going to be entering college. Um, She was creative. Mm -hmm. Um, She was also um, classified as as being special ed, Mm -hmm. um, having learning disabilities and um, having, you know, she started with a 504 for ADD, then got further evaluated. Turns out she's um, ADHD. I allowed her to go through that process and that kind of put like this big um, cloud over her because she felt like, Oh, I can't do this. And I had to go back in and re and re have her rethink things and say, no, your brain is, is perfectly and wonderfully made. God made wow. you for this way. And I know that, you know, the educational system has kind of tried to put you in a box and said that you can't function in in the schools because of how it's run but your brain wasn't wired for that structure your brain is a creative mind so you learn better as um as a hands-on learner you're a visual learner you know what i mean and some of the things that we're doing in the classroom isn't really tailored to the creative kids so um you know you have to go in and you have to almost like kind of fix what the what what's being program in their minds in school which yeah man I really did not expect you to say that the biggest challenge for you as a classroom teacher um, of high schoolers is their lack of creativity I was honestly expecting you to say maybe behavior or they're disrespectful Mm. or you know (laughs) but the lack of creativity just that just threw me all the way to the left because God has created us to be like him and he is a creator yeah and so we should be encouraging our kids to be you know more creative so what can we do as parents knowing that this is the biggest issue that you face um Mm -hmm. with teenagers what Mm -hmm. can we do to help um encourage our kids to be more creative and do you think that by um doing that we can see things you know um a little bit differently or maybe you have better experiences with our teenagers? I know this question is like, you know, long mm-hmm. and twofold, but mm-hmm. you just spark so many things in me as you're speaking now. Right. Um, one of the things that I did, you know, um, I introduced my kids to painting, to drawing, like they have their canvases, they have their, um, you know, their art supplies, right? Because I'm an Mm -hmm. art teacher, so they have to have that stuff. My youngest one, I haven't done such a good job with him, and I need to get on board with that because, um, yeah, I've seen him draw, but he's been more immersed in electronics. 
Uh-huh. And I'm and I'm not too fond of that. And I mean, I'm okay with the playing the video games. Um, but at the same time, I have to give them time to be, like I said, time to be bored. Yes. So they so they can't be plugged into um an electronic device, whether it be the TV or the or their Nintendo Switch or their cell phones. Like they can't be immersed in that all day and mm-hmm. me as a parent allow that to be the babysitter because sometimes it does make it easy for me to yes. make dinner right like it makes like they yeah. are the babysitters and they're quiet um I have to be mindful of that and separate some time for them to just play with clay um yeah just just play with other things building blocks um let's go outside let's go to the park let's photograph you know like, let's look at the details and the leaves, you know what I mean? Like, because they don't, we're so like busy rushing mm-hmm. that they don't take the time to, to actually like literally smell the roses. They don't take the time for that because everything is just fast moving. And then um, allowing that time to get bored. Like that's the, that's the time when you are creative, when you yeah. are just in that quiet space, Yeah, you know, when you allow God to, to give you new ideas um you know so and I know we do this as as adults and we talk about mindfulness and and meditating and you know Mm -hmm. taking spending time with God but we don't really do a good job with the kids yeah teaching them to have that so um I think that's how you know we help just you know uh, schedule in in their day a time when this is just like okay this is just quiet time yeah they're reading a book or yeah um, yeah, a time to unplug. And, you know, in my house, we do um, no technology Thursdays. Yeah. And so that day we just unplug for the entire day. No electronics, no um, TV, nothing. And and <laughs> for me, it's mm-hmm. kind of hard because, you know, with work and everything. Yep. Um, but the kids were like, Mom, let's do it on Sunday so you can participate as well. So mm-hmm. that, you know, nobody yes. has electronics because. I noticed in the beginning that they, they really did not like it. It was a pushback. It was a fight. I mean, the first Thursday, it was terrible. And they were like, we never want to do this again. But as every Thursday came around, they were excited because I, I totally agree with you. They became much more creative. My son started writing these little comic books or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was like, y'all need to save these pages. And they started working yeah. together so that we can, you know, have a little book and stuff. But yeah, I, I honestly, like, you're really blowing my mind. You don't even understand. Because mm-hmm. I honestly thought that that was something that you only do with little kids. Because my oldest is now 13. And so the transition for me has been really hard because of his attitude and the way that he relates to me now is not what he used to do when he was 12. Everything was great at 12. You know, mm-hmm. he listens to everything I say. And I have a 12-year-old now, and he listens to everything I say. And, you know, mommy is still the best. And so I can implement something that won't be a pushback. But now that he's 13, I feel like mm-hmm. there's always a pushback. So you're telling me that what I do with the little kids is, you know, the same kind of thing I should do with the older kids, like quality mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Is that still important? Yes, so important. Wow, that's so that is so important. <laughs> we 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 take right after dinner. Um, we sit with our kids and um, we change it up 
recently it was always like bible study um or let's talk about your day right but now mm-hmm. um now we've turned it to okay one day we'll do bible study the next day we'll just talk about you know whatever's going on with them um now we've included politics and then teaching oh, them wow. yeah teaching them about the democrats and teaching them about the republicans and the libertarians and you know like te- teaching them about like current events black lives mm-hmm. matters all of this stuff that's happening today what do they think about covid and you know like talking about current issues with them um and it's awesome cuz like dinner went from like you know um let's eat and and run to the next activity that we have to just like we'll spend at least a good hour just talking you know, and they, they need that. Like they need that. Um, my kids are, have said, and I'm thankful because this whole pandemic has mm-hmm. brought my, has in a, in a, in a way it's been bad because my husband lost his job, but in a way I'm so thankful for it because just having him in the home doing that, like structuring that time with the kids and like, or the five of us, the kids will tell me like, you know, that they, they feel closer to their dad, you know, they're, um, Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. So they, you don't, you think that because they're, they're older, that they don't need the structure. They need it more now that they're older. Like I, I can't, I can't start a classroom, um, the year, sorry. I can't start the year, um, without setting that structure first. Mm -hmm. And then, and then the next thing that I, I, I cannot start teaching unless I've been open with them and I tell them, this is who I am. This is my background. I'm not here for a paycheck. I actually got a pay cut, you know, from an art director to come mm-hmm. here to teach. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got to know that I care. When they know that I'm real, that I'm not a hypocrite, that I'm not fake. When I, you know, I, so I have to open myself up. I got to expose myself and, and let them wow. see who I am before I can even get to teaching anything. Because they will, they watch you like those first days of school. They're just watching, and they they could tell they could spot the fake from the real. And your your our chill, children are the same way. They're not gonna receive whatever I'm teaching them if I haven't been open like that. My kids know the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah, you know they they know my past. You know things that I've done that I, I I'm ashamed of. They know about <laughs> Gabe's Gabe's past. Um, and then and they also know how God has changed our trajectory you know wow yeah you know so um yeah that is beautiful Mm -hmm. being transparent you have to be transparent you have to but the thing that you just blew my mind with is you have to expose yourself Mm -hmm. because when I think of the word exposure it, it makes me feel defenseless yes so I have to go into the situation or the relationship with my teenager being willing to expose myself mm-hmm. knowing that maybe this might be used against me right but being yeah. okay with that yes you know I think it's a trick of the enemy to make you feel right because that happened to me for many years mm-hmm. I kept I kept telling Gabe like what are we gonna do what are we as they were getting older yeah what are we gonna what are we gonna do because you know we did this and we did that, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, yeah. And but I but I don't want my kids to do the same things that I did. Yes. And and so like I feel like the enemy had that like hanging over me. And one day I just shared 
I just sat down. I had surgery, so I had the time off, and we just sat in the living room, and I just shared with them, like, some of my past and what I had been through, and and it was such a weight that came off, and you had to see there was, um, like, it was an eye-opener, and it was a bonding moment. Like, they, mm-hmm. instead of, like, the enemy will tell you that they'll use that against you. No. What they, what it did was it made me more real. Like, I'm yeah. human. Like Annalise will tell me, I, I, when I look, when I go to heaven, I want to, I want to see what your life was like. Wow. Like I want to see you as a teenager because I hear the stories, Wow. but I, but I want to see what you were actually like, you know? Yeah. Um, so it brings this, like, it, they admire you. Yeah. They, um, it creates a bond and it, it makes them understand. Like I tell my high school students and I tell my kids, I still remember what it was like to be 14. Wow. You know, I know what I've been through what you've been through. So I, and you become more human because especially yes. in the classroom, the kids think like when they see you in the supermarket, they, it's like, what? This, I know. <laughs> this woman's food shopping. Like they see like she's on, a real person. She eats. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they see you on another level. So I'll bring my kids into my classroom. And when they see that I'm actually a mom, you know, yeah. like, it, it, it makes me human and they can relate to me and they can wow. open up to me. Yeah. So it's awesome. So I love teach. I love teaching high school. Um, a lot of them call me mom. A lot of them still stay in touch, but I don't treat them any different than I treat my kids. And I wouldn't give them any advice that I wouldn't give my own kids. And the same way I want my kids to come to me and talk to me about anything. I want my students to come because some of them don't have, those relationships at home, there are things that I've known that their parents hadn't known. Um, you know? Yeah. That is beautiful. Yeah. The fact that you said that you would give them the same advice that you would give your kids, that is love. Because when yeah. you think about giving your kids advice, you tell them because you love them. You're, you're pouring everything into them because you yeah. truly love them. Yeah. And yeah, that is absolutely amazing. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Man, Graceland, this is great. <laughs> My next question for you is what advice would you give parents that are currently who currently have teens and are mm-hmm. struggling to connect with them? How can they reconnect with their teenager? Yeah. So I um I say practice what you preach they cannot see you be a hypocrite. Mm. If you tell them don't drink, then don't drink in front of them. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want them to smoke, don't smoke. Like you have to practice what you preach. If you don't want them lying and cheating, then don't lie and cheat. Wow. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you have, you, you got like, and it goes back to the being vulnerable and exposing yourself take time to sit with them like take time every day maybe it's at night but carve out time to let them know that your time with them is valuable that you value them um talk to them like they talk to them like you're their friend it's a balance because i i talk to my kids like they're my friends or or I, i let them know that i'm their friend yeah um but at the same time you know, there's a balance. So, they, yeah. so I, they, when they, when they talk to you, if the, you were to ask them, they see me as the authoritarian 
person, like the person mm-hmm. who's the disciplinarian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm the disciplinarian. Mm-hmm. My husband tends to be the one who like chills me out a little bit. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, I have a good rapport with them. So okay. I would just say, you know, cultivate openness and, and honesty and share your stories with them so that they don't make the same mistakes, you know, and share, share them, share with them, like, you know, what your mistakes were and what you learn about them, you know, because, you know, we, we talk about history in school and the importance of history. Our kids need to know our history, our family, our lineage, yes, our personal history, our, our lineage, our family, like their mistakes and, and, you know, so that they don't make the the same mistakes. Um, Yeah. So that was good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Sharing your story. And I really don't think that I do enough of that. We do that, you know, mm-hmm. and I think we share more of our family story. We'll talk about when the kids were little, but we never mm-hmm. really share our history only when it's like necessary, so to speak. But just right. to sit around and be like, hey, when I was, you know, 12 years old, this is what I was doing. I think we, my husband and I really need to make more of an effort to do that with our family and I I loved how you said that you know after dinner you guys talk and you're there for at least an hour and for teenagers to me that's just mind-boggling because I hear so many parents struggling you know when I'm out here asking for advice they're like girl I'm struggling here too and you out here bonding with yours I'm like what are you doing that we need to be doing too and you're saying, you know, be open, be honest, yeah. be transparent. And that's things that we know to do with, yeah. with um, you know, the world as a Christian. That's what yeah. we're taught. Be transparent yeah. with the world. But yeah. in your own home, you're not practicing that thing. And just practicing what you put. Girl, yes. you just sat me all the way down. I feel yes. like I was, you know, on the pulpit. And you said, no, ma'am, sit down. You got to go yeah. back and learn again. <laughs> and I, I think the other thing is, you know, like, as you're talking, we we go through great lengths right to mm-hmm. build to build relationship with our spouses and yes. to build to build relationship with our friends right we have yes. girls night out like yes. we, we do all that we can but we but then culturally speaking because this is yes. how i was raised yeah culturally speaking the child was like beneath you yes the adult right yes you you couldn't look at the adult in the eyes like yes and, and you know, it was just like, you knew that you were a second class citizen and compared to adults growing up. That's how I was raised. And I hated that. And it might, might be the, the artist in me that rebelled against that. But mm. I hate I hated that. So with my kids, I tell them, I'm not raising children. I'm raising adults. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not here to have you still living in my house when you're 50 years old. Like, we're not doing that. I'm raising an adult. So my job is to equip you so that when you step out in this world, you get out of my nest and you go to fly, you you can fly this plane on your own. I'm here to coach you. I'm the co-pilot. You know, I'm teaching you and your job is to fly. Your job is not to, you know, you're, you're here to be an adult, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can't look at them like they're beneath me. Yes. I have, you know what I'm saying? I have to yes. look at them like they're, they were created by God. Whew. God, what do you, what do you want? Why are they here? My job is to instruct the child in the way that they should go. Which way are they going? Yeah. Sorry, that was an alarm. It's okay. My, my neighbors are We understand. Yeah. 
Um, this is Kingdom Guardians. We parents. Yeah, so my my job is to instruct the child in the way that they should go. My job on a daily basis is to ask God, how am I instructing this child today in the way that you want them to go, not the way that I want them to go? Because they're not they're not extensions of me. They're not here to labor. You know, like you know, if you go to third world countries, they put them out to like work to to bring home. Yeah, you know, yeah. like that's not that's not their job. That's what what do you want them to do? So I have, you know, so it's just a different mindset of, of looking at the kids, you know. Yeah. Um, you, ooh, you have to have a different mindset, man. Yeah. That's the whole, you know, mission of Kingdom Guardians is how do we get these kids? How do we equip these kids to get them back to the father? Because they're yeah. not our own. They are on right. loan to us yeah. from God. We are just the stewards over this beautiful gift yeah. or these beautiful gifts that God has given us. Yeah. And man, you hit the nail right on the head, right on the head. Okay, Gracelyn, you got you gave me enough information. I'm gonna go back and listen to this podcast and chew on this um today because I needed to hear it. And the way you started out, I'm gonna be transparent. I was not expecting it at all. This was y'all, we did not practice this. This was an absolute surprise to me as well. And just the fact that you're saying create you could have said anything else was a challenge. You could have said anything else was a challenge. And I'm, that's why I thank God that it was you, because I feel like if it was anybody else, I might have heard it from. Um, it would have been something that I feel like I already heard that before. Mm-hmm. But because you're an art teacher and because your perspective is already different, you had a mm-hmm. different point of view that we needed. So we thank you. We yeah. definitely thank you for that. So I want to ask you to just mm-hmm. if you have any words of encouragement. I wanted it to be for the parents, but this time I want to change it up. If you have any words of encouragement for teenagers, because mm. you, you deal with them um, yeah. all the time and you are, they have allowed you access into their worlds, many of them. What mm-hmm. advice would you give them today to help them through? Because as a teenager, you know, I know we go through struggles and sometimes we feel like we are all alone. Right. So what advice or words of encouragement do you have for them today? Um, I would say be, be confident, be, um, know that you are loved, know that you were created by a God that put you on this planet for a reason. There's a job that he wants you to do. He put all these gifts and all these talents. You are unique, just like the DNA. Don't try to be somebody else. Be who God called you to be and walk in confidence, like walk in a room and let your presence be known. You know what I mean? Don't allow any negative words to be spoken over you at all because people will come and the enemy will use them to tear them down. Um, But don't allow that. Like, don't allow an IEP to tear you down. Wow. Don't allow, you know, the fact that you did poorly in math to tear you down. You do the best that you can do, you know, Um, and be creative because that's what that's how we're most like God. He made us to his likeness and to his image. He saw nothing, right? He saw it was mm-hmm. dark and he spoke a word and he created this beautiful planet that we, you know, the, the universe yes. from a word. So yes. speak, speak life over yourself. Be creative, speak positivity. You know, if you can visualize it, if you can see yourself do it, then ask God to show you how, because somehow, you know, he, he sees, he sees the end from the beginning, you know, and he gives us that same capacity. 
Um, your job is to be creative as he is and to take whatever we have today and make it a better place. Um, um, you know. Yeah, that was awesome. Be creative yeah. and be you. Yes. Grayson, I thank you. I thank you for being here. We, I thank you for allowing um, us to, to hear what you have to say and just being, thank you for being you. You showed up in the space just being who you were and the way that, like I said before, the way that you um, explained it, your perspective, I feel like I can see it through your eyes now and I understand my understanding um, is a lot more clear and a lot better and I'm going back to my kids different and change. So thank you. um, You're welcome. For being here. (laughs) I appreciate you. Kingdom Guardians, y'all. Season two. off the chain y'all know these women and men are absolutely fabulous i cannot wait for another episode until then we'll see you guys later bye